Welcome to this week's Progress with Unity podcast and we're in the book cycle once more in the studios. If you can hear any background noise, it's raining hard, Greg, isn't it? I want it down here. Are you alright? Yeah, not so bad. You went to MK Dolls last night, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. I'll come back to you later on and we'll have a chat about one or two things about that game. Is that okay? Yeah, no, I look forward to that. Are you alright, Rob? Not too bad. Good stuff, good stuff. Hey, Dan. Hello. Got your shirt and jumper on tonight. Yes. Because you didn't put any pants on. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> <laughs> You're looking quite uh, tired. Quite, quite, quite normal. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Smart. I've got my usual hoodie on. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Sophisticated. I think is the word I was looking for. Why? Oh, thank you. Yeah. Hello there. Barry. Happy New Year. And to you. Yes. You've not been since uh, 2013, have you? I haven't, no, it's a no. long time ago now. We've had some good figures since then. <laughs> 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 didn't mean that. Yeah, you, you did, you did, you did. <laughs> you 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 I am, yeah. Hi, Paul. Alright. You've got a big wedge of paper in front of you there. I have. I'll come to that later on, shall I? Uh, okay. Okay, right, I thought we'd start off with the Bournemouth game uh, tonight. <laughs> and if, if you anybody's noticed Gareth isn't with us today because uh, is he not? no he's not with us today because he's not uh, he, he, he couldn't make it this evening so we've got a new stats man <laughs> <laughs> so is this why he's wearing the shirt and the nice jumper he's come, he's come looking apart tonight <laughs> I'm down I'm dressed for grandstand <laughs> I'm in Gareth as, as in true BBC tradition yes. he's dressed for the UK you no longer look like Paul Shannon you're more of a Frank Boff <laughs> Well, okay, Dan, have you got some stats for us from the Bournemouth game? I have indeed, Barry. Latics had 44% of the possession, while Bournemouth had 56. Latics had 22 attempts, Bournemouth had 14. On target, Latics 10, Bournemouth 5. Fells committed, Latics 10, Bournemouth 7. Yellow cards, Wigan Athletic had 1, Bournemouth had none. And there were no red cards. But the most important stat of all, as Gareth would say, Wigan Athletic 3, Bournemouth 0. Absolutely. Um, good game. Good game, enjoyable. Good game, good game. Better than yeah. Better than Thailand. Better than Thailand. You start there. Why you didn't do any Thailand? Well, yeah. Hold on a minute. Didn't we just tie him? Thailand Browning. Yeah, we're going to talk about Thailand Browning. Mm. Oh, okay. So, uh, what do you make of the game? Paul? It was alright, yeah. Yeah. I thought the last ten minutes could have potentially got a bit bit sort of nasty if they'd have scored, but he brought Jordi on in the right time and, and, and right time, right place. He just calmed it down a bit, didn't he? And then completely finished it with that uh, cracker jack at the end. That was some goal, wasn't it, Greg? Mm. Yeah, it was a cracker. He's got some good goals this season, haven't we? Yeah, Fortune is good. The second one I wanted to score, it was a bit, bit, bit scuffy, but yeah, the, both, the, both, the two goals were fantastic. I thought it was a great goal that by the defender. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? I wasn't actually sure what happened there. I thought, and if I, after a while, I thought, who the hell scored that second goal? I didn't want to ask anybody because I thought, I don't want to like, feel really stupid. But I just couldn't remember what happened. It was one of them where you, yeah. you sort of. But I saw them kind of going like, oh. You see what's coming. I, I, the, wor- the worst goals you get as a keeper when you see the ball get struck one way, you go that way, and then it, it just kind of bobbles past you like, <laughs> yeah. a couple of yards away. And, and that's exactly what happened. But if you watch the replay, it's one of the worst bloody shots we've had. Yeah. It was an atrocious attempt. He hit it bad, it was going wide. <laughs> It was a shot, that. It probably would have got to Nick Paul, wouldn't it? It was It's one of them where, because it's so bad, they're expecting it going into spot A. Yeah. It suddenly appears in spot B, and they're like, the reds are messed up. Maybe and instead of just clearing it, he, he, he missed it. So. Ty Browning, Rob, made his debut. Yes. Uh, came on the second half, James Brooks went off. What do you think? He's a big lad. That was my first thought and thought he did very well. That's uh, two. Yeah, I mean, it, you saw him bombing up and down that right wing uh, on more than one occasion. You know, it, for his debut, it's a steady debut, 
didn't get caught out of position, which often young defenders inexperienced can do. Yeah, he looked very solid, and like I say, he's a big unit. Put himself about. There was a point. There was a point where he got done, wasn't there? Or, or like there was a pass past him or something. He didn't have show a turn of pace to get back. Oh yeah, he did. yeah, yeah, recovered well. He didn't yeah. have a great deal to do, but he did have to do his point. Did. Quite well. He did one cross what was pretty atrocious. Yeah, so oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was his first time, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Bounced ah. off Iron Bridge and came back. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you what, getting in position to put crosses in like that, if he if he puts an end product on there, you've not half got a, a bit of a signing. He looks a decent player, though, I thought. It's good to have that extra defender in there as well. Yeah. We discussed with Paul yesterday, like, we've actually not got as many defenders as you'd think. <laughs> you know, that's. You know, that's why McCann and Watson had to fill in against MK Dons, which I'm sure we'll come to later. But so yeah, it's good to have another defender in there. So if Boyce needs to push into the centre, he can come in. Um, I've spoken to a few Everton fans about him, like season ticket holders, and they're saying like the group of youngsters they've got coming through, of which they've got a lot. They've got a hell of a lot of young lads out on loan. He's supposed to be one of the most promising Brownies. So he's a skipper into the uh, yeah. development. It's one of the reasons they're not they're, they've not sent him out on loan yet because they, they wanted to keep him basically. So yeah, it's, um, it's a good deal for us. I think. Four week that's all he's got going for. Yeah, well, initially, so you know, I'm I'm back for a couple of years then. Right, right. So he's he's eligible for the Crystal Palace game now, isn't he? As well, he mm-hmm. couldn't play because of the the replay. Um, yeah, he, uh, he, he, he hasn't signed in time for the third like <coughs> third like first like. Third, yeah, I understand. Yeah. I understood what you meant. There. I understood. <laughs> <laughs> But some loan signings though have it, have it that they cannot play in the cup, can they? Just in case. Just in case they get recalled. Yeah. Depends on the contract. Cavalier was one of those. It'd, it'd, be yeah, it'd, it'd, it'd be interesting to see if United had stayed in the cup. Um, if um, Powell. Powell. Yeah. Yeah. He's an interesting stat for you. Um, United have lost three times in the FA Cup since we're going to have to lost in the FA Cup. Well, yeah. Where did you get that mm. from? Uh, I worked it out myself. Oh, did you, have you, have you put it out there? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know, about I, I, a week I, I, and a half ago. Oh, apologise. <laughs> I apologise. Plagiarism. Yeah. Uh, Always not I'm, I'm good at that. You read me articles. Copy and paste, Greg. Copy and paste. So I got my degree. Got <laughs> <laughs> copy and paste it. Yeah. 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 Wikipedia. So we've a good three points against Bournemouth. Yes. Uh, the old Cherry Chimes down there on the uh, south coast. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. He emailed me the evening after the game, Peter Bell. And he said, very well done. So, yeah, he was very praising. Yeah, I thought the guy he, he uh, identified, the young Ryan Fraser, who was a winger, was, uh, he had a good game for Was he the number 20? Yeah, this was yeah. Suki Mata. He, he was a bit of a, he was one of them little nasty ones, wasn't he? Yeah, he was only he, young though, wasn't he? A teenager. Yeah, he would, he'll shove and push and, and then fall flat on his ass and claim he's been fouled. Mm. A decent, I, th- I think mm. they're a decent sample. Side. Just, just missing that killer, killer touch, and grabbing that had a few chances since he could have uh, or should have, and then that ran, ranted yes. he came on. There was a bit of a furore on Twitter over that, which I'm not going to repeat because I can't remember it. But yeah, there was a minor ripple. That was well brought up, Dan. Yes, <laughs> well brought up. What did you uh, make of the game overall, Ellen? As did you think? Yeah, we deserve three points. Eventually, yeah. yeah. There's a bit, and after. Um, in the first half, it got a bit boring. Well, do you know why I think it got boring? Why? I don't think we got into second gear. I think we did it, it, didn't it we? And I, kept, and I kept looking up at the clock and thinking, oh God, is that all the time? You know, is it, you know, hang on, get a move on, let's have half time. Yeah. But then we picked up again, didn't we? Yeah, we did, we did. And then totally in the second half was... Totally different, weren't it? Yeah, yeah a different yeah. game. Well, I don't know who, was, who said it. I don't know whether it was a Fergie or some other manager or whatever. He turned around and said, There is a danger sometimes you'd be scoring too early. And I think Latix did that. We did it against uh, not, not MK Dons and we let them back in mm. because of it. Yeah. But we went 1 0 up. And we kind of just and went. And we just went to sleep, <sighs> didn't we? Okay, let's control again. <laughs> and we're not really controlling the game. No. So we, I think we just kind of. Flopped a little bit. Well, there's two yeah. very different 1 0 wins, isn't there? There's a 1 0 win where you score early and you're getting battered for the rest of the game because you sit back and you're having to defend. And there's a 1 0 win where you score late but you're pressing for it all game. But you're more, in, you're more impressed with the one where you score late because you feel like you've been more dominant through the game, whereas it's just, you know, you've got to defend a lot more if you go 1 0 up. We don't have to do it against Bournemouth because we're much better than them, but, you know, there's a lot of teams this year where we've gone up, you know, if we go 1 0 up early, we just sit, we, we sat back and mm-hmm. that's part of the problem with Kyle, I thought, you know. And I, and I think it was. The the comic of element of that second goal, what kind of sparked us yeah. back into it again? No, you're right. Yeah, because I think everybody was the relief 
There wasn't any celebration after that goal, though, was there? They just turned around and walked back to the centre spot. Well, they, but they couldn't have could done it. It was obvious on goal. It was going to celebrate, though. You could have done 2-0 up. Yeah, It's all going to do individual ones. We just won last round. Who put the cross in? Fortunio, I don't know. It was a shot. crossed it to Fortuny. Oh, you mean the original one? He took it with his right and hit it with his left. And he scuffed it, didn't he? Oh, and then Elliot Ward. So it was a good cross from Fortune. Uh, from uh, it was. Yeah. Yeah. You don't get excited over a good cross, do you? <laughs> well, I do. Yeah, I like a good cross. Yeah. Not really, I like it. As but long as there's something at the other end of it. You know, it's not. One pleasing aspect of the game. From the game again for me was the fact that we didn't concede another game without conceding and scoring three goals. Our goal difference is improving all the time, isn't it? Well, right, so uh, we moved on to the uh, FA Cup game uh, last night. <laughs> it was the replay, MK Don's away. Um, overall, the tie itself has been quite quite exciting and, and, and entertaining. I love this uh, on this. <laughs> I'll go back over, back over to Dan, like he's got some stats on the game. Do you think oh. Dan's done it himself? <laughs> Right, stats from the MK Dons game. Possession, 50% each for Latics and MK Dons. Attempts, MK Dons had 15. Latics had 16. On target, MK Dons 4. Wigan Athletic, 8. MK Dons, 5. Latics, <laughs> 24. Yellow cards, MK Dons, 2. Latics, 5. No reds, and the most important score of all. MK Dons 1, Latics 3. That's it, sir. I, I, if I can, I'd like to start off with the referee. I mean, that, those stats, closing in on the on 90 minutes, it was, because uh, I actually text Paul Chilton, mm. because we're talking about the referee, and I was following the stats on the BBC website, and it said on the, it was 80-something minutes, MK Dons have been penalised twice mm. for free yes. kicks, when we was in the 20, we was 22 or 23. Now either it was a really nasty side last night, Greg, or that referee was a bit of a normal. Um I, I think it's right from those. They weren't dirty. Yeah, they they, they weren't dirty at all. To be fair to them, they didn't. I, I there wasn't many where I clipped. I think it was one where there was a, I clipped a free kick where it wasn't a free kick. Whereas what we conceded, yeah, there was a few just 50-50 challenges which just weren't free kicks, which he gave. Like you said, I think he was just probably going towards the home. It was an easy decision for him to give. But no, I think in terms of MK Dons, they were a very, very well disciplined side. Um, we, we, we did give, we, to be fair, we did give away some silly free kicks as well. Our foul count was higher, but not as that. So, it's a bit of an exaggeration, though. Yeah, right? Yeah, right? Syndicate yeah. Again, Carl yeah. uh, Robertson has been uh, quoted today saying that he thought the referee was excellent last night. Well, he will do. It made me chuckle when I read it. It, it was interesting listening to the Rossler, and you know, one stat can be interpreted so differently by two managers. Rossler came to the press conference and said, um, you know, it was along the lines of, you know, I, I, I'm not going to be dragged into it, I don't want to get fined, but. You know, I'll say is they've had five shots. We've had this many. Uh, sorry, fouls. We've had this many fouls. Make up your mind about the referee. Carl Robinson came and picked on the exact same stats and says, "What does that say about my side? How brilliant on my side? How clean on my side? You know, fair play to the free for letting it flow." Unfortunately, yeah. they led in three goals. Though. They did. They did. Um, so, what's got you, Greg? Before we move on, um, Fraser Fiverr played last night. Now, we've not seen a lot of him this season. Last time I saw Fiverr was against Huddersfield, uh, I think, last mm. year, member serves. Uh, I know he went out and he had a, a spell at Yeovil, mm. which he didn't cover himself in glory, did he? No. He got injured and then he, he had a couple of problems. How did he play? I, you know what? I don't think he did too badly. Um, there was a lot of bad performances last night. The 90 minutes, then came on to the better side. Were it not for Nick Powell and Ali Labsey, we'd be out of the FA Cup. Um, but Fiveby was one who I thought did okay, um, put himself about a bit, had a few shots on goal, I think he had about three or four shots on goal. Did he miss kicking the opening two minutes? Uh, I, can't, I can't recall, probably. <laughs> there was one in the there was one in the first half, uh, second half, which was just terrible, I think nearly at the corner flag, but I don't know, I was impressed with his enthusiasm, he put himself about, he was, you know, but, you know, this is the argument, is that his level, you know, I don't know, he's, he's not really Wigan's level yet, is he, so... Did he actually force a superb save from the keeper though? That was one, yeah, in the first half, yeah, yeah. in the first half, that was one that he got on target, it was a very good shot, um, curled it, um, was going was going in, re really well paced shot as well, um, but yeah, it was a good save, so no, I, I don't think he did too badly, um, he was better than 
quite a few of them. There's some really, really poor performances. Um, like I said, they were, they were lucky to get through, really. I mean, they were the better side in extra time, they deserved it, you know, but they were just much fitter. Mm. And, and last, before I do let you go, um, new formation. <laughs> what we're going on there? I don't know, yeah, the f- it, was f- it was funny just trying, everyone trying to guess it when you saw the team sheet, who was playing where. And, I mean, we've, I've seen Watson playing defence before, I've seen McCann playing defence before, but I've never seen them both playing defence at the same time. And they struggled, they really did struggle. Um, you know, when they were putting the pressure, they were putting every throw-ins and stuff, and they allowed MK down to get on top. They were, they were killing us with some simple through balls. And You know, it was, um, like I said, we are probably allowed to say we could have been 3-0 down at half-time. The goal was a well-taken goal by Chadwick, though, weren't it? I mean, it was a punt over the top. Yeah, yeah. The lad went through, crossed it, and he... he, he yeah, absolutely. Stone into the box. Yeah, the well, the goals are constructed to come back into the first tie were, were, were good ones, though, weren't they? No, they're, they're well organised side, and... I'm, I don't mind Carl Robinson. He's a bit, off, I think he's a bit off himself at times, you know, about his philosophy and stuff and how he plays football. But yeah, you know, they were a decent side to watch. You know, I can imagine at that level, you know, it's an entertaining team to watch, especially if they're winning games. Rob, Nick Pole, what can we say? Sixty minutes gone, losing one nil. Served us, didn't it? So uh, I think that that's what he did, didn't he? Put a lot of strong players on the bench last night. I think for that, this scenario, if things weren't going too well, uh, a contingency plan somewhat, um, you know, give Favia a run it, etc. Things weren't going too well, brings Powell on, changes the game. Uh, it, it's massive for us, Nick Powell, this season. I think he's going to be the key for a promotion push. There's no doubt about that. And he's the one who's sort of you know, he's got to sort of take the responsibility of the goal scorer at the minute because obviously we've shipped out Grant Alt's gone out now, uh, Dicko's gone, we've only got Fortuna, who's probably, you know, he's struggled for form so far this season, so he's got a lot of responsibility on his shoulders, but he's standing up to the test, and I think he's a player of the season so far by a long way, I'd say. Mm. Just hope that United don't recall him, that's a big... Big, uh, yeah, there's been talk about it, haven't there? Uh, I mean, judging from well, reading between the lines from what you know, we've heard Osler said. You know, he had a big smile on his first of a week. You know, I think Moyes alluded to the fact he's staying here as well. Whether that's just for the short term, we'll see. But I think it'll benefit him more staying at Wigan, playing first team football all season rather than probably going back to Man United probably not even getting on the bench at times mm. uh, so yeah it's, it should be an interesting rest of the season for him Ross said last night that um, the meeting again well speaking again at the end of the month him and uh, Moyes so I imagine that will be discussed then um, with it being the end of the month you know to determine what's happening I, I don't I don't expect that means that all the recalling and sending that alone again because obviously there might not be enough time for him to go out unless you know, they get something lined up I don't know so I think we could just do with keeping our fingers crossed and hoping on the United's midfielders get to uh, in the next couple of weeks. Uh, but it, it looks good, doesn't it? You know, yeah, the speculations all died down as well. Yeah, they? they've yeah. had a few injuries come back. Haven't they? Kago has come back from yeah. injury. Uh, Carrick's come back from injury. So they've got one or two, and they're looking at bringing someone else in anyway in midfield yeah. areas. Well, well, everyone's happy, though, aren't they? Pell's happy, yeah, and Wigan's happy with. Yeah, well, and, and United are really happy with the way he's going as well. He's getting first team football. They don't, you know, I, th- I think he will benefit from. On personal, I think he will probably benefit from being a Premier League club, but I don't think he play every week. So, whereas I think playing every week at Wigan, I think it's benefiting more. So than the thing, thing is, there's an argument that with Uve coming back, coming in and <coughs> returning to a, a bit of professionalism, that you know we, we've been a Premier League club for eight years anyway. So mm. it's only that like six months yeah, it's not of history that. Uh, yeah. You know, at the end of the season we need to wipe out and ignore forever you take that out of the equation and, and we're pretty much Premier League club as it is There's a good article today by Jack Goffin who writes for the Manchester Evening News and, and the Mail about Powell saying to Moyes that your answer is right under your nose it's, although he's been out to Spain and Italy looking at other players he said he should be looking 25 miles up the road where his own player already is um, and one of the things he said about Powell was that He's got all the technical ability there is, and, and the worry that they had at United was whether he had the physique to be able to stand up at 19. And he said this season he's shown that he has definitely Absolutely. built with the defences come across 
that you know some right cloggers haven't we we've played against oh, he's a strong lad he's a big strong lad he's not the way the way has he yeah. he's got an engine on him as well hasn't he yeah. certainly has he's better than Flair <laughs> I, I think some of, the ex- some of the early exchanges in that Bournemouth game just showed you exactly because I think it, I don't know if it was the number two and the number five uh, in the early exchanges was physically grabbing out of him it was both arms he was going for him it was wrapping him up and he showed him boom shoved him that was Elliot Ward, weren't it? Put him on his, own, put him, yeah. put him, put him on his backside yeah. twice, yeah. and it's like never happened again. Yeah. So he can, he, he's got the physique for it. Yeah, he can definitely mix it up, and he can use it, use it well. Two goals, Paul. Two good goals last night. Yeah, he, um, he took the set. He, he took the second one nice and calmly, just nipping it over. First one. He just got in front of the keeper. I thought the first one was excellent. Yeah. Coming across, and oh, this yeah. is what we've not had this season, that, isn't it? Get into the ball before the defenders and the keeper does. Mm. Especially when you think about the number of crosses, bosses, yours it put in, and nobody's hitting that front post. Blast at it, isn't it? And he, uh, it was a, a tap in, as I've seen Paul Kendrick right yeah. in the, uh, I think in the it's post. If you get to him there, and you're the first man to the ball, you can't miss, can you? No. It's one of the players for Bandicam as well, it's a great ball. Yeah. So, we're through. Through to the fourth round, we've got Palace. Fantastic. I think we uh, on a cut run. Gonna win it? Yeah. I think so. Yeah, why not? We know we can. We've done it before. We have. It's United territory, isn't it? I think it's uh, scary time for Palace. <clears throat> I think they're going to call, you know, we're going to hear before the game now, and well, no. Uh, premiership survival is more important to us than Wembley, etc. etc. We're scared, we're going to lose, so we're going to make excuses already. Oh. If we start getting that on the Monday of that week, I'm telling you, we've got them. I hope we don't start giving it too many games, Malarkey, because <laughs> after how many we'll be playing this season. Yeah. Was that, uh, uh, did you read what that clown put in the mail? It was the Express. Express. Colin yeah. Bateman. Yeah, well, it's the same one. I was saying that, that we'd, we'd have rather have stayed up. I'm sick of this debate. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So what's on Twitter? A lot of people get it so wrong because you just you can't you can't say Wigan look at Wigan. You know they'd rather be in the Premier League. Well, no, they wouldn't for start. But you can't also say then look at Wigan, look how serious they took the cup back. Can't you say this is a cup series? Because Wigan didn't. Bournemouth at all. They didn't. Can you not remember the Irish game? There's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with with managers rotating the squads for the FA Cup third round. A lot of the times, not not taking it seriously, they're all taking the squads because they can do, because they need other players to get games. Well, that's exactly and what then, And then, then it's the latter stages, then you take it seriously. I thought the field away was the game where we thought, hey, yes. yes. In front of TV cameras, it started going right, and then from the Everton oh, away. Ever, Everton away. was the game where you're just like, like, what the hell's going on here? Mm. Can anyone remember the conversation we had last year? Well, we turned around and said exactly. about winning the Premiership. There's only one team out of 20 can win that Premiership. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wigan Athletic was the best of every team in England in that competition. So when some pillar comes along and says, what would you rather do, stay with the, with the, the 20 or would you be the best knockout team mm-hmm. in England? I'm sorry, but the latter does for me. Well, we'll do for every football. It's not just that. It's, the second, it's the second trophy in, the, in, in England. It's the second trophy. No, it's not. It's it the first. Well, it's the biggest. It's the biggest. Yeah, there's more countries. There's well, more countries. There's more no. countries. Excuse me, Barry. Oh, let me have a minute. There's more countries tuning to our FA Cup final than they do the final day of the bloody Premiership. Yeah, but that's that's the league system. The, yeah, the, the league, we operate a Premier League league. You can we can put a team in the wing and actually league and end up in the Premier League if they're successful enough. Five and win three. So again, that that's the pinnacle. So I think that, and that measures consistency over a season. So I think for me that is the number one prize. Yeah, but to win that, how many teams realistically have any chance whatsoever of winning that? How many? Two or three. Two or three. You now you get to the FA Cup, but before it starts, you look at it and you think, there's, there's again, all those teams who can make it to the Premier League are in that competition again. And realistically, you say, how many teams can win this competition? Look at the draw, isn't it? Let's look at the draw, but again, it's well, only a very few, isn't it, that you'd say that the stuff of the competition have got a chance of you winning this. Half I don't think so. Think I disagree with you, Barry. You would? I would, yeah. Why, because, why because I think anybody has a chance. Well, yeah, well, yeah but there's... Historically, I mean, it tells you they've not got... Yeah, I know, but... There's having a chance in the snowballs in hell, aren't there? 
On the 11th of May at 10 o'clock in the morning, I didn't think we were going to win that FA Cup. I'll be honest, I don't know. I, I was just so that. pleased I was yeah. going with her, but I didn't think, for, I, don't, I don't dream that we was going to win that FA Cup. I didn't know what I had an inkling of. No one even like did suggest that we didn't no. win it. He was just going there and just see what happened. I think, no, I think deep down a lot of people were like, at what we point were that such change? underdogs, none of us ourselves ever envisaged just walking away with that trophy. No. What, but it what just epitomised. When did it change? Because I know when it changed for me. For me, just after, this, off, just, after, off, yeah. just after that sending off. Robles saved for me when he, when he saved it from Saturday's, uh, I thought. was a chance Yeah, we started there. But getting back to what I was saying, for me, the FA Cup is the second biggest prize in English football. Yeah. So you can no. argue it's the first. Well, no, all right then. Sorry. It's one of the two biggest prizes <laughs> in English football. It's the second biggest prize in English football. I think it's subjective. That's it. That's it's got yeah. to it is, it is. Well, because you've got two totally different. But what are you playing? You've got the FA Cup, yeah, which is a series make. of six or seven sprints, where you've got. The Premier Premier title, the Premiership title. But what are you like playing for? When it comes to August and you're setting up on your season, are you playing to finish 14th in a league or are you, are you playing to try and win something? I think you've just summed it up. What's your objective? I think it's what club you had, isn't it? Correct, I'm going to say, I'm going to Sam Allardyce that. But they should all be to win something, Correct. surely. Every surely game, it should every, be every to Premier win League something. Club should have that. Is, is it, look, yeah, but you don't, every bottom half Premier League you don't team plan that. You don't plan that now, do you? Stork, every, game, every game is a contest where it's to win, otherwise why keep bloody score? You might, you might, third round, you might be away at Stamford Bridge. You know, you might well, that's where the luck comes in, isn't it? That's yeah, yeah, that's, that's the, the luck draw. Yeah, that's why Christmas, yeah. you can't well, you can go one to win it. You can go, go and get a draw, bring them back home, and, and uh, they've got whatever other priorities. Why, why is it suddenly a debate this year though? I don't, I don't remember this last year, I don't remember it the year before, is it because we won it last yeah, year? Yeah, we won it. I think we've had our eyes open, haven't so, we? No, we know what it's like. So we, no, we, actually, we, did, no, we actually we discussed it. it. We, we, we did discuss it last season and said, yeah. we hope that the boss does yeah. not come out with yeah. any comments about, oh, we're not really going to go for this one because our aim is to stay on. Of course our aim is to stay in the Premier League. Because it is the greatest league league in the world. Why not have two worms or? But then again, the FA Cup is also the world's greatest knockout competition. Let's have a right still, even though it happened, it was an unrealistic game. If you'd have said last January, should try and win the FA Cup, it'd have been ridiculous. Just there's no point. We'll 66 to 1. You take each game as it comes. Did you put Manny on then? So no, I don't agree with all this wishy washy about it. You know. Let them play the second-rate sides. That's how underdogs do win. That's how teams like Oldham beat Liverpool because Liverpool play a few reserve players. Yeah. If they want to rest players, they want to rotate the squad. It's up to the manager. They've got big, some of the Premier League squads have big, big tip, you know, squads, and they need to play these players. Let them use the FA Cup for it. I don't think it's disrespecting it that much. Well, it's Did not when they've got ever squads, Shankly in the third round as well. Yeah. Come out and say anything like that. Did we ever hear any of those great managers turn around and say, well, they played, no, they 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 played, months, was then, It was a different year. Well, hang on a minute, you very rarely change your bloody team. You yeah, can see the Liverpool exactly team in the late 70s Football's and early 80s. Now, mm. and, well, it's still the same game. I'm not saying priorities are different, I'm just saying what you've got at your disposal is a lot it's not, different. It's not the same well, game. You spend, your prize money is a lot different, for instance. You know, Premier Premier League, the prize money these days, we might not see it, but it's just unreal. Yeah. I think it's, it's 80, different. You have get eleven hours. It's a business. <laughs> 11, no, 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 the, the game's changed. You've not, yeah, got, you've not got eleven business. men and one sub. It's like that. You've got eleven men and then you've got all Alan. Was to yeah. turn around and said, "If you don't let me have my way and call my team the Tigers, yeah. I'm leaving." What an absolute dickhead! Once it along the lines of, "You won't call Hull Tigers or Hull City because there'll be no Hull to support if I go." Something like that. Yeah. Anyway, third. When you're talking about priorities, I think if you ask a lot of owners, a lot of chief executives, right, you've got the option now. Would you rather do what Wigan did or would you rather stay up? I do think quite a few would rather stay up. Yeah. Because they're interested, more interested in the money. Like yeah. the West Ham, they won the cup before. It's different for them. Don't get me wrong; they'd love to do it. But called Sullivan Brady, they're interested in finances, aren't they? Yeah. You speak to Jonathan Jackson. You speak to Dave Whelan. It's a completely different perspective. It's not. Ev- no I, one think, it. I think they're, yeah. a, they're an exception to the real Lembo. Yeah. Like, I think if you went to Jonathan Jackson, they'll yeah. want to stay up. Yeah. Yeah. They're all about that. Aren't they? Well, well, that's right. And if, that's if, what if, I you'd have asked him, if you'd have asked him last January, I'm not saying he's going to hold rather win the FA Cup. He'd have 
I think he'd give you a good answer. I think he'd, you know, they've got along lines of it'd be a dream to win the FA Cup or something like that. He would, he would acknowledge that but, being the FA Cup, win the FA Cup. Win but the progress of the club depends on the money that we get from the Premier League. It's what he always it does. But he wasn't. I, it does, and it's a big, it's made a big impact being relegated. But it's not vital, is it? We've not crumbled. You know, we, 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 we you know, they always plan on two fronts. They've done it this year. Wigan always plan on two fronts financially. They go down, they stay up, and you've always got to plan on the worst case scenario. Surely, every year they're going up. Every, well, yeah, every, every year they plan on they plan they base the budget if they got relegated because they have to because you know they're fighting relegation for three. four or five years. They've got about plan for three this season. So, yeah. Up, down, and stay. So. <laughs> Their job is to run <laughs> business of the football club. They have to they have to plan for the worst case scenario and whatever else happens happens. I, I think it whoever it was that said that if you'd have asked the supporters beforehand. That there was a lot of supporters who would have accepted, you know, aside from the, I don't want to have to choose one from the other, it's like picking my favourite child, um, there's a lot who would have been happy to have stayed in the league and gone out the cup. Prior to the final. That's what we've oh, done. Well, ask them now though. Year after I bet they won't swap Every now. single one, yeah, yeah. And, and that's where I'm exactly where I'm going now. Me as well, not swap it for the bloody world now. You wouldn't. You won't farm one. You, I, I bet you won't farm one. I think the reason you go into the debate going into the FA Cup in the early rounds is because you expect to get knocked out somewhere along the way. So you think, what you know, what difference does it make whether it's third round, fourth round, quarterfinals? It's irrelevant. You still get knocked out. But when you actually go very deep, mm-hmm. it changes the perspective on the early games. A Birmingham fan replied to me on Twitter today about that comment and said, "It's the same with them, even though they only won the league." Cup. Yeah. Because it's, even though it's not the FA Cup, which is obviously much bigger, it's still winning us. It's winning yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. That's, That's what you said. Yeah, That's what football's about. You, know, you get these supporters of teams like Sheffield Wednesday going, oh, we won this, this, and this. Yeah. What have you done in your lifetime? Yeah. You know, I was there, I bloody watched yeah. it. You, know, you, you can have you can have fifteen of them that's, that, in the nineteen ten. That's a big it's, it. it's not it's not because you start yeah. in the third round or the first round. Yeah. But you start from thinking, "Oh, we can win this." It's the fact that you don't expect it. Yeah. Birmingham started that Capital Cup one cup and think they're going to win. No, they probably drew the first team out. Think we'll play the reserves against them at home and we'll lose. Same as us with Bournemouth. Yeah, we're all you, you're pessimistic. That is the FA Cup. It's not about oh yeah, let's let's go for it. No one properly goes for it from the word go. It's That's ma- co- yeah, competition it's yeah, because you don't know, do you? Exactly. Because you don't know and what you don't expect it. If the it happens, draw, it happens. Yeah, yeah. right. I mean, how many people don't know exactly where they were when? Edgar Davids caressed those balls beautifully. <laughs> 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 I, know, I know exactly where I was. Hey, I know where I was. <laughs> yeah. and, and, and you'll know forevermore where you were. Because it was one of them moments that you just think, we've got a chance of going to the cup final. Mm. And, and, and like, you, you just gained that bit of hope and belief. You didn't expect it, you expected to come in either Chelsea or City. Paul, uh, have you got a dodgy VHS of that ball caressing moment? <laughs> no, I, haven't <laughs> I was in, I was in the Bridge in Chorley, and I interrupted my meal with the family to go and watch the balls come out. <laughs> was, you, was you asked to leave? We arrested. Was you asked to leave? Not long after that, I was on the phone to Barry saying, "We're having a boss that way. <laughs> Get me some seats on that." Oh, we, we, we were buzzing. He's never we been were. able to have a family meal. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's move on from the FA Cup then. So said no one ever. <laughs> yeah, we're, uh, I was just going to deliver my best bet to you. We'll save it for for after the for next week. For after the Palace game. Oh, okay. So obviously Barnsley is going to be rearranged uh, and it's going to be the 18th of February that we're playing Barnsley. That's Tuesday, Wednesday. That's a Tuesday. So it's an own game. Uh, If we beat Palace, the fifth round, we should be playing Yeovil at home. So that could be another rearranged game. And the sixth round is when we play Leicester at all. Bloody hell. Have we got got when we're supposed to be in the semi final? No, no, no. no, no. Is this what you call like yeah. a couple of one side? This is whatever happens happens. Yeah, yeah, this is like, really to be fair to him to be fair to you man, this time at least we'll know we've been yeah. promoted before we go and win it. Yeah, true. Yeah. 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 Finals week after, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It's the end of the season this year, isn't it? Um, no playoffs. 
Playoffs no, but we'll after. be promoted before that. We're going straight up. All oh, right, okay. Yeah. Right. I, I think they'll beat Palace. Record. I do think they'll beat Palace. If We're in get, the fifth round. Yeah, we'll keep drawing the fifth round. You never know. We're in the quarter final. Birmingham away, though. I'll start this now. Yeah. Right, Paul. Um, you've got a bit of a uh, bit of a uh, bit of conjecture for us, haven't you? A bit of fact. Yeah, I was just looking at the. Um, Obviously, Juve's coming, and we've seen a bit of an upturn in form. Uh, and I was just looking at sort of, you know, where we might reasonably expect to end up at the end of the season. And uh, obviously, he came in with a team that that had lost four games on the bounce. The last two of Owen Coyle's reign, and then the two that Graham Barrow was in charge for. Um, so that's four four losses, and I think two points per game is generally sees you there or thereabouts, right at the top of the table. Since Uve's come in, we've picked up 2.3 points per game, which I know you can't, but if you could stretch that across the season, that would see us pretty much guaranteed champions because you'd be on 107 points, which is higher than the highest ever total so far. So he's done some hell of a turnaround, but I, I think if you start to be a bit more reasonable, I'm, I'm sort of at the moment adding that upturning form we're on one and a half points a game which would leave you on 69 points if you, if you maintain that form which would be just outside the playoffs so we still need to improve our overall points per game across the rest of the season if you get that up to two a game that leaves you on 80 points which is pretty much safely in the playoffs if you can maintain if, if we can maintain Uwe's record thus far for the rest of the season That'll seal us on 87 points, which probably enough to see us automatically promoted. It's going to be a tough ask. Though, I, oh, it's hell of an ask. Especially with our epic cut run. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it, it, it's hell of an ask. But it, you know, we, we came away on, on Saturday talking about the, the turnaround. And, and then when I started looking into it, thinking, hang on, this is a hell of a turnaround. You know, you, 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 you've put together a run of form. Having taken over a side that's lost four on the bounce, you've put a run of form together that's that enough way? to score record league, points league. totals. Yeah, in the league, league games. If, if you take the cup games into account, it's, it's one five, drawn three, lost one, um, including the Maribor game, which is two points a game, mm. which again extrapolates out to 80 points total, give or take, should put you fairly comfortably in the, well, it, sh it will put you comfortably in the playoffs. Possibly will put you in, into second, but so that's a bit of an exception. I think one of the things you've got to point out there as well with Toby, these fixtures, right. it's important to point out as well, is that they're not all been easy games at no, all. No, there's been some good Burnley, sides in Reading, there as well. Derby, yeah. And bowling yeah. at home was a derby, so that's a yeah. lottery anyway, even though they're rubbish. So there's four games there which, which could have gone either way. And so yeah, you can't and underestimate the, the remaining fixtures as well. We've got five of the bottom six at home, mm. and we've got Six of the top eight away. Something I looked up the other day, which it's a family balanced sort of fixtures. I think them are the bottom teams. I think we'll be looking for beat those, but we've our away form has picked up somewhat. We won at Derby and Reading. who has got yeah. excellent mm. home form, yeah. so it's it's looking promising. Realistically, yeah, I think he's done a cracking job so far. They're set, I think realistically, they're set for a really good playoff push. They yeah. should be settling themselves in the playoffs. You know, they're gonna they'll probably lose games that they should win, and they'll probably win games that they should lose, mm. but. Following on from that, Paul, Ellen has done a bit of research into um, something that might suggest it's not completely down to Rosler. That's right, Barry. Actually, last night, um, I think I said on the forum that Nick Powell had really kind of saved our backsides quite a bit this season, and Rob said that earlier. So I thought, well, I'll just have um, take a few minutes to work out just how much he had saved us and what possession we'd be in if he hadn't scored his goals for us. Um, there were two two assists and I've just I've ignored them, I've just done the goals that he scored and I've just done it for the league. So he scored ten goals for us overall, um, two last night obviously in the Cup, three in the Europa League um, and five in the Championship. Those five were Ipswich in September, Huddersfield, Derby, Bolton and Reading. Um, the Ipswich was a 2-0 win. He scored one of those, so that doesn't change because we would still have won. The Derby game, that was a 1-3 defeat. 
and that would have been a 0-3 defeat without his goal, so that doesn't change either. So it's all down to the other three games, Huddersfield, Bolton and Reading. Um, Huddersfield we won 2-1, that would have been a 1-1 draw. Bolton we won 3-2, that would have been a 2-2 draw. And Reading we won 1-2 and that would have been a 1-1 draw. So overall we would have lost six points there and they would have each gained an extra point. So I went to the championship table, digged it around, see where, where we would be if we'd lost those six points and where the other teams would be. Reading, they were on seventh and they would stay on seventh, even with the extra point. Huddersfield would go from twelfth to tenth and they'd have um, 34 points. Oh, they'd have 35 points, sorry. Bolton, they'd stay the same as well, down 18th yeah. and on 28 <laughs> points. <laughs> but ours, we're at 10th at the minute and without those goals from Nick Powell, we'd be down at 15th on 30 points. Still above Bolton. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's nice he to He is a very important player. He is, isn't he? It's best to be at 10th and 15th. Yeah, and, and Rob were, Roswell appreciates that anyway, doesn't he? He's, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, now, now with the... Uh, his other little master stroke of getting rid of Dicko and Holt makes the Nick Powell even more important, doesn't it? Mm. Mm. So, yeah, he really has He's the man. done the job for us, mm. hasn't oh, he? Oh, oh, the young man. He's the young but, man. I mean, the fact that we're all fretting over him going back to United just tells you how, much, how important he's been yeah. and how much he's done. And I tell you what, I know that everyone slags him off a lot, but you've got to give him credit, Owen Coyle credit for that sign. Mm. And, you've got yes. and, and a few others as well. It was talked about last season, <laughs> though, was it? It was talked about last Jan- January, Paul. Was it? Um, we were in this. Still. Oh, yes. It's Owen Coyle that brought him in, though, wasn't it? It's not just him though, is it? There's, there's, there's a few others that you've got McLean, to give on McLean's coming really good. Barnett. McCann's been a good player. Yeah. Barnett's been behind yeah, Powell as our second yeah. best. Yeah. I think he had a good transfer. You can't, you can't knock him for his players, I don't think. He did bring it. Like I say, Bright's some good players, but he do not like you use them, does he? Well, he said who they <laughs> I mean, how many people well, it just were upset when we signed Holt? There weren't many, were there? No. I mean, just shows I'm, you, I'm one or two, Danny Jameson, yeah. you know, he, he was the one who voiced up, there's one or two others, but everyone else was optimistic, and rightly so. You know, not many people had, you know, much cause to say, well, he's going to be rubbish, but. He had a good record, though, mm. didn't he, before he came in? And, 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 you know, he'd fired, don't forget that his goals would help Norwich not just to one promotion, but two from League One and then from the Championship. So And, and a good, solid well, first season in the and Premier League. He was dropping down a division as well, you'd expect him to do the business. Yeah. He's not a prolific scorer, though, in the division. No, he's not going to be missed. It was a prolific, but 15 in his first season. Yeah, but he never played, he very rarely played a full match. They were queuing up to give him a lift down to Villa, weren't they? <laughs> oh well, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think there was anyone uh, wanted him. Well, to stay there's only three years contract, isn't it? So if it doesn't work out for him at Villa, or he's just not going to stop in the shop window, well, he's coming back next summer. Well, this is it. Hopefully, he, window, hopefully, <laughs> if he bangs one or two in at Villa, puts himself in shop window. It might interest some top air champions. <laughs> oh, yes. oh, Ross could think, actually, if he, he might have got his, uh, his mojo back a bit, we might have him next mm. year. We'll, we'll have time another strike. He's 33 then, though, isn't he? He's coming back as a 33 year old. It doesn't matter. Well, he was you know, a three year contract, you've got to think, you know, that's. They must have had some flipping play for him for it to give him a, you know, someone of that age a three year contract to strike. Can you imagine Grant Oh, prep playing the press, uh, pressing game? He wouldn't last that, he wouldn't last 45 minutes. His, his fitness levels are atrocious. And he's not that sort of player. He's not. He's not going to chase the ball in for ninety minutes. And what does he offer you? He, do, he can't run in behind defences. He, he can't get. You've got to be He doesn't. He, he can't. To me, he doesn't even look that good at holding the ball up. So he he's just good at holding pies up. <laughs> <laughs> he just doesn't offer. It was just. It was just Sorry, Grant. Like, like Owen Coyle, it's probably just a bad match, wasn't it? Yeah. I. I, I he played that first friendly and he, he looked very useful in that bringing other people into play. I thought he looked alright at Barnsley, for being honest. Pulled himself about, yeah. But he nice got, he got that knee injury, didn't he? Yeah. In his yeah. second or third game and, and from then on he's, he was all down. Yeah, you see, we don't, we don't, if they're carrying knocks like that, we don't really hear about it, do we? 
they just kind of struggle on. Let's have a scene, you never know. Maybe we played him in the wrong way, maybe Villa were going to loot up and utilise his strengths, which we have yet. I don't know. I'm not yeah, you you've got to have someone in and around close yeah. to him for them knockdowns playing off him. Yeah, and that's not that's not how we play. We don't. Yeah. If you notice how we're set up, if we're playing that, like I said, 3 4 3, what we've played quite a bit. The, the, actually, the two other people up front of him are actually wired, aren't they? They're not, they're not in and around that centre other centre forward, Grant Tall. They're not around him, and that's what that's what you need to do. Has to get the best out of him. Has he become a good a bad player overnight? That's well, he's not. But it's like I said, we've not used him. We've probably not used his strengths, uh, and maybe that's one of the reasons it's not worked out. But I don't think yeah, he's not that good. <laughs> right, we've got Doncaster on Saturday. We're going to the Keep Mort. Uh, any facts on Doncaster, Dan? Yes, indeed. Doncaster, Doncaster down. Yes, Doncaster lying twenty-second on twenty-one points. They've won five games up to now. Scored nineteen and conceded forty-three. The top scorer is Robinson with five. I'm not sure if he's still there at the club or not. He was on loan, weren't he? Uh, when they played us, they just brought him in on loan. I don't know. I don't know. He scored against us at the DW. Theo Robinson. Yeah, there's used to be a derby. derby yeah. yeah, big lad, wasn't it? The last nine games, they've won none. They've <laughs> drawn two against Millwall and Birmingham right at the start of that this little run, and they've lost seven, including FA Cup ties home to Stevenage, who are absolutely crap, sitting at the bottom of League One. Um, so, I know what one or two people think it might be a tough game, but if we if we have got these ambitions of going up, this is a game we need to go and win. This is a game we need to win, but we need to get some good goals. We need another three, four goals in this game. Could you even say we should be beating the likes of Doncaster? No, I never said that about uh, anybody because because it's, it's uh, yeah. Don't forget it. That was yeah. that was a crafty reference that nobody no, will get. Doesn't no, matter. That's all right. I think they'll be fighting them though. Games that stage of the season now where teams down there think we're in a bit of stuff. Have you got David Cottrell? Yeah, well, he scored a, well, he had a good game against us down here, didn't he? Hey, it, was, um, it was a bloody hard game, that wasn't it? Yeah, it we, got was. away, we got away with it. Yeah. He played well, yeah. Leon Barnett's shirt-ripping. Keeper yeah. played well. <laughs> they got, they got stuck into us, didn't they? That, that was the key to that game. They got stuck into us. And Classic example of teams raising the game against us. Yeah. It really did. Yeah. But that's gone now, hasn't it? We're halfway through the season now. Taking a big following there as well, so it should be good. Yeah, be yeah, good. Yeah. First time we played at the Keep Malls. Mm-hmm. It's a lovely stadium. But it's middle of nowhere, I'm telling you. It's, oh, it's, there's no there. No pubs around there? Nope. It's, it's as if you're heading to the uh, race course. It's a big lake there, though. Big lot of The referee for the game is 45 year old Keith Hill. Now, Keith last refereed us on the, I think it was the 30th of August 2002. So he's been around a while and he's never made it above championship level. And we played that day, we played Colchester United away and we lost 1 0. He booked two of our players, none of theirs, and sent Tony the Dinning off. Paul Jewell was not happy, an happy man at the end that of the day. That was Friday night, that, wasn't it? Yeah. Friday night, that. Remembers that. Was it on television? <laughs> no, it weren't on telly. It was on radio. Uh, it was on a Friday night. I, I, I do remember playing Colchester Friday. He's done 20 games this season, 67 yellows and two reds. So 67. 67. So it's yeah, three again. Three again, yeah. yeah. So he's not he's not occurred at me. Not I think he's uh, noted as one of the most tolerant referees of the lower leagues. So are we having some uh, some predictions then for this Doncaster game? We'll start off with Paul. One 0 away win. Mick. I think we're gonna win by three clear goals. Hello there. Four one to us. I also fancy a big win. Three nil. Okay, <laughs> I, I can't wait for this game and I think we're going to stuff them I think we're going to give them a good hard and I think we're at in form and I think these men are rubbish 5-0 Great 3-1 win Paul Jewell I think going to us. Oh, is this going to be another early goal five minutes into the game? No, I think I'm I'm going to sleep. <laughs> yeah I think it'll be a tough game I don't like Dick off as well don't like him. Well. Ah, together again on the touchline on Sunday, aren't they? Dickov and uh, ah. Rosler. Oh, mm. yeah. Because the Suns playing the same football team. Really? Yeah. I bet they played at City. College. Yeah, they City Legends. Mm. Yeah, they did. They both played together at City yeah. about was it 12 years ago or now? Yeah. 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 Two good friends. Mm. Yeah. 
Right. So, uh, mind let us win then. You might do. And on that note, it's a good night from me. Good night from me Thank you. Talk. Oh.